Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by just Joe Branton. Yes. Not Hello. to not to do you down. Oh, like, cheers, oh just Joe Branton. But um yeah, you're the only one here. I am the only one here. Everyone else has uh gone. Classic double header. The old two's up. Yeah, you better believe it. Um Jay Cross is out doing a show this evening, um or putting on a show. Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah. And uh, by that I mean he's putting on a gig. He's not exposing himself or anything right. like that. Um but uh, and Matt Knight is out at well, he's on Where a plane now? right now, I think. Where's he going? Thailand? Something like that. Thailand, I think. Um, but he's on a plane right now. That was right actually now, a so. guess. And I know this. I know that he is in the air somewhere because I um, Pelican Noiseworks, who are a company that we like, um, put up a picture earlier of a limited edition pink Pelator that they're doing. Right. Um, Pelator being the kind of two-channel fuzz that looks like a clon. Um, limited edition... Um, surf pink nice no shell pink sorry um, ocean pink and I tagged Matt in it on Facebook and he has not yet responded he's definitely in the air so, which means he's definitely in the air because or if, dead um, he could be dead oh let's hope he's not dead I quite like Matt yeah he's good I mean he's not my favourite one no. but he's well, he's a good one absolutely he's a real good one so um, yeah so no Matt or Jay this evening um, but we've got a full lineup. sorry I'm playing with my phone because I'm trying to get the lineup. Um, so we can look at look at what we're doing. Oh, how, right. how have I you been? Anyway? You. How have you been, Joe Branton? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been good. Music stuff is good. Okay, I'm, I'm still on the hunt for that short Pardon? scale. You want, what do you call me? Uh, sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot. This is a clean audio. Yes. Uh, no, I am uh, still on the hunt for um, a short scale bass. Well, I know I know the short scale bass. So did I tell you that I got in touch with Rotosound? Yes, about some custom strings. And yeah. And you came back to me saying, oh, well, Rotosound have said, oh, they'll make a uh, yeah. custom set for me. Uh, they do that for everyone. Yeah, well, um, fine, whatever. But nonetheless, yeah, they're going to sort me out a custom set. So I, uh, I'm supposed to get back in touch with the fella um, towards the end of this week. Okay. And I'm just going to wait until I can get the strings until they're physically in my hand before I buy the That's, that's good for the strings base. to be in your hand. Yes, exactly. But I'm going to do that before I buy the... Uh, the bass, and then I'm going to get one of the 2015 Gibson SG basses. So I'm super excited. That is cool because you were thinking about buying something stupid, as I recall. It was also cool, yeah. The uh, J Joy. Oh um, uh, yeah, don't get that. I mean, it did look good. Yeah, it was cool. 
but thinking about it didn't we all say you should get that yeah, and not get did. the SG yeah yeah that's right yeah no now I remember what it was that is a cooler base than an SG yeah. what was it called the J-Joy um, uh, Bel Air base it was like a it, yeah. um, Gretsch uh, like Thunderbird yeah. style wasn't it or yeah. whatever they call it the Billy Bow yeah. um, which is the kind of uh, Billy the Gibbons rectangular um, sort of Bo Diddley thing, thing. Um, yeah you should have got that you should still get one of those, maybe. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Because I will get something else short scale. I've got my eyes on um, one of those short scale ES Les Pauls. Okay. Do you remember they came yeah, out, yeah, out yeah. of Memphis? Really good. Yeah, they were great. Um, but, um, like, they were, and I think there are still a couple in a few guitar shops in the UK. They were like 1,800 quid off okay. the shelf. Just because they're so unusual, and it's yeah. Gibson Memphis doing a bass, which I don't think they've ever done. I think this might be their only ever foray into basses. Uh, no, there's well, there's been like three, three, five basses before. Oh yeah, of course, in the Midtown, I guess they made Midtown. The Midtown I don't Midtown. think was Memphis. M- I don't think so. No, no, I no. think it was just. W- is it Nashville that they made yeah. the rest of the stuff? You're probably um, right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think probably the three, three, five bass, which oh, was yeah, pretty maybe. weird. Was no, probably, it's not weird. It's cool. No, it was quite weird though. Do you remember it? Well, I only I don't remember a reissue. I remember obviously the the, the original. Oh right, no, there was one recently, like a three three five studio bass. Right. Um, wasn't very good. Why not? How uh, can you how can you mess that up? All you've got to do is put one of those big mud buckers in the neck. Uh, did it have that? I can't remember whether it had that or not. Mm. I think it might have done. Weird. Yeah, so um, so you're gonna go for the Gibson, the SG bass. I am, yes, yes, okay. that's right. Yeah, but uh, as I was saying, the ESS pool bass, they're eighteen hundred quid on websites, but secondhand, I see them float around for like eight, nine hundred pounds, just because it's no one's looking for one. Yeah, because they're they're so unusual. Um, so you're so, gonna try and pick up a secondhander? Yeah. So I thought I'd try and get one of those because I really want a gold top. I mean, I've been after a single cut for ages, mm. um, and I really want like a gold top single cut Les Paul style bass thing oh and yeah this, of course this is the solution you just I think you're a fan of making your life as difficult as possible <laughs> so you've gone for something semi hollow when you use quite a lot of drive and stuff mm. and compression so nice chance of feedback yeah, well, um, they're also pretty fragile I would say yeah. so throwing it around is going to be problematic that's why I'm getting the SG the SG's the main one well yeah I mean, even those are a bit fragile. No, they're not fragile. They are. What about that neck joint? No, that's... What's wrong with the neck joint? It's a little bit fragile. Nah, glue's the answer. But who knows? I might get something else. I might get one of the Alan Woody rumble cats. Alan Woody is actually a really good bass. It is really good. The only thing I didn't like about it was the sort of uh, the cherry red and gold hardware thing. It was a little bit... Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I know it would be if it was done by Gibson, but because it was Epiphone, it looked a little bit cheap. Yeah. Uh, They've just released two new colours one it seems to be one's only come out in UK and one's come out in Europe okay um, the UK colour um, is uh, Union Jack no no it's like a the nastiest royal blue you've ever seen okay weird like really horrible okay blue. Um, and I've seen on the Toman site they've now got it in like a um, a through maroon I think they, it is called Maroon. I that's think, my uh, that's my sixties inspired uh, psychedelic band. Oh, right, Throw yeah. Maroon. Nice, yeah, excellent. Sort of your jumper. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah, bit more that's brown, sort of isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit more. This is darker, but it's it's quite tasteful. Sort yeah. of like the brown wood grain with the binding and the gold hardware. So it's pretty cool and still like sub four hundred quid. Yeah, I always liked the um, the other semi hollow Epiphone, which you'll have to remind me the gold top. Looked like oh, a, the Jack Cassidy. The Jack Cassidy. Yeah, they do that as a gold top. 
you, they did a limited edition silver burst, limited edition white. Oh, they they did. do black with white binding, which is quite tasty. Yeah, that looks nice. I quite um, always quite fancied one of those. Like they're really good. I don't want to get another base particularly because, I, as we've all discussed, I've got the best base in the world. Oh, but if I was going to get another base, it would have to be so different from a precision. Yeah. Because why? When you've got the best one, why get the rest one? Why not go for something completely different? If you are joining us live on YouTube, by the way, you would have just seen Joe's agonising face. Um, <laughs> Joe, we're going to be—we're not going to be interacting so much with YouTube tonight. But Joe, do you want to just check that we're actually live streaming? That oh yeah, yeah, good. we are. Yeah, I, I checked it. Earlier. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, if you're yeah, watching so. live on YouTube, um, there's only two of us tonight, so we're probably not going to be interacting as much as no, possible. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're trying. Uh, Trying our best. We're going to get well, around some Facebook questions. Of, yeah, we've stuff, got loads so. of things that we're going to talk about. So let's move on to... Actually, let's talk about you first. Okay. What? Well, I don't know. We normally come back around to you. So um, what have I done? Do you know what I've been doing mainly with my evenings is um, I have been editing, editing all videos, the videos, basically. We, what, oh, what, what did 16? you message us about earlier? And you, you messaged us about something, the, maybe the, possibly the, last night. The or... Walrus 385, yeah. which is undoubtedly the best pedal of the bunch that we shot the other day. What was it? Uh, is it one of the drives? It's the, yes, it's a drive that is kind of based off a film projector. Oh, um, yes. So, yeah, it sounds... I didn't really rate it on the day. I was kind of like... Really? Oh, this sounds okay. It was one of those things where the way that they described it, because it's based on a a repurposed uh, film projector. Yeah. Um, because of that, because of the origins uh, of of it, it was kind of like I can't work out if this is really good or if the origins for it are so so good. Yeah. That they've, it was such a great story. What if you want something boutique and unique? Like, come on, like a. A pedal that's based on a film projector. Yeah, that, that's great. Absolutely fantastic. But so I've gone back and doing we're doing editing and stuff. Um, and the three eight five stands out because it's the I don't know it it just stands out as completely different to how I remember it sounding. It's so rich sounding and so full sounding um, that yeah, I just I was kind of blown away really by how good it sounds. Easily, I think my favourite. Uh, kind of drive of the year there's been some distortions and stuff that are really nice mm-hmm. um but yeah the 385 obviously you know we're with gearing up for gear of the year and so i've been going back through some of the, of the older videos and stuff the 385 is a real standout really really nice indeed so um yeah looking forward to sharing that with people i think that the, the the demo is not scheduled to go live for a little while. We've got quite a few Walrus Audio bits coming out. We have. So we also did the, the demo of the Contraband Fuzz, which yeah. uh, was cool sounding. Again, I've edited that, which, you know, Fuzz is a difficult thing to do, and it's very difficult to make them stand out. Um, so they've kind of gone for a bit of a less is more approach on that. Um, <coughs> oh, um, which is, you know, they've just, there's a thick or thin control, and then you've just got volume to match up to Unity Gain. So, um I thought it was perfectly good as far as like traditional fuzzes yeah. go, and that's what it was aiming at. Sort of yeah, thing. when because um, what I got in touch with Warus about submitting something for Gear of the Year after we'd already had the Contraband Fuzz and the Luminary, I think they sent right. through um, for us to uh, to have a look at, and I was kind of like, well, why are they suggesting another one? And it totally makes sense because right. the Contraband is a good fuzz, but it's like just in a world of good fuzzes, the three eight five definitely stands out in the drive market yeah. from 
that kind of mid-range drive, I guess. You know, it's not a distortion, but it's not a kind of transparent drive. It's definitely um, it's definitely got a sound to it. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Like, that's the one that has kind of stood out for me so far in the uh, in the edit. But, yeah, a lot more to do. 13... No, how many did we shoot? We did 13 mm. pedals, too maybe? Many? Yeah, too yeah, many. Yeah, we did a lot in one day. The um, uh, Honey Boy amp demo got great response, though. Really good. People really liked it on YouTube and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's cool. That sounded really good. Yeah, that was great. I have to say, I thought that sounded better when we were in the room. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's always difficult with small amps because, you know, they're, when you put a mic up close, they always sound quite aggressive and stuff. Like, I think in the room, you don't kind of get, like, how driven that amp is I think yeah. you're hearing a bit more of the kind of richness and the roundness um, brought out by the room so yeah that sounded a bit different to how I remember it sounding it's just sounded great and yeah. people have said good things about it but but yeah it's it's like it just sounds like a great amp whereas yeah. when we were actually demoing it we were quite blown away yeah, by it definitely. It, was, it was for £695 in whatever Tolex and grill you want I know it was a ridiculous sounding amp yeah. really loud for 5 watts as well yeah, oh, totally, yeah, definitely, like, usable. Like, not, you know, full band gigable. Um, if you're doing, you know, big uh, kind of theatre shows yeah, or, like, yeah. club shows. But small Louder than a Marshall Class 5. Yeah, definitely. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, do us a favour. Just check on um, the YouTube again. just want to check that we're okay audio-wise. Um, so, yeah, I've just been uh, just been doing editing and stuff. And, um, yeah, trying to think what else has stood out, really. Just a lot to do. We've still got some guitar demos. Still got the, um, the Billy Corgan mm-hmm. signature one to do and a couple of amp demos and stuff. But, yeah, just been in a world of pedals every night going home and editing basically from the time I get home from work right until uh, until bedtime this so. is because we tried to fit too much in to too little time we did we tried to fit a lot of demos in um, but you know it's um, with the pedal demos I think we're kind of booked up till February now so there's going to be new stuff all I mean hopefully there'll be new stuff post February as well but um, there'll be new stuff uh, scheduled until February. So, yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. So, what have you been up to? Uh, we sort of already did that. I was talking about my short scale. Yeah, I thought there was stuff. another because you sent me a kind of cryptic email. Did I? You did. That just said Joe's double neck bass hunt. Oh, we're going to talk about that now. Yeah, yeah, oh, we yeah, should yeah, talk yeah, about fine. that now. Well, okay. because this isn't news, is it? And it's not questions, so yeah, we should yeah, talk exactly. about it. Now. Okay, yeah, I thought we'd talk about it after, but yeah, let's talk about it now. Right? Yeah. That's right, everyone. So, so, not only have you been searching for a short scale bass, yeah. Suddenly, you're now looking at double neck basses. So that's because double necks are the coolest things ever. Yeah, in the world, okay. double necks are very cool, and I need to bring them back. Um, I mean, they're not cool. Okay, so I was at a Latitude Festival, and um, I knew there'd be something that sparked this. You've yeah, seen yeah. someone. We went to see. Um, Oh, they're a bit like they're a bit of a dancey band, and they're painfully. Uh, Britney Spears, M eighty three. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Went to see M eighty three. Best bit about them was their velvet blazered um, bass player. Who okay? Had, was it you? No, no. I wish it was me because okay. he had the greatest double neck guitar I've ever seen. Go on. It was. Um, it, he had a an old like it would have been a sixties Dan Electro. Um, double necked guitar and bass. Okay, and we're switching between playing both of those. Was it sort of DC fifty nine styled? Yeah, so okay. double double cut 
I think I've seen this like yeah. short scale bass and short scale. regular scale guitar mm-hmm. yeah it was that weird sort of copper colour that, that sort yep. of pinky copper yes. that they did and yeah super short scale bass like super short scale bass okay like less than 30 inches but did you know that they are their their regular um, uh, bass scale is less than 30 inches it's not because it, yes I mean they do the, most of their stuff is short scale but they do yeah, but like a, shorter than no 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 but it's normal like the stuff they have in their catalogue today that's not the long really? scale stuff is shorter than 30 inches like 29.5 or something really like. okay ridiculous why why that extra you... half an inch makes all the difference yeah yeah it just means that the strings are even floppier and yeah. more unusable but anyway it was a it, it was a ridiculously cool instrument and so since then I've been like yeah need to find a double neck bring double necks back so I'm on a hunt right? the things that you want to bring back are always rubbish no they're always great mm. they're always great mm. I mean ultimately I always go back to jazz basses and pee basses, yeah, well, but, yeah I mean this is the argument isn't it but I'm then, trying I'm we trying. can say that about this entire podcast yeah. we talk about so much stuff and then we're like yeah just got a Baja plugged into it nah Baja's a last year Baja's I over I, I, I'm absolutely not promoting anything by Fender anymore why is that because I just you just want to change no, they're just being left behind by everyone else. What? I really think that it's what become about more P about the name. and stuff. Yeah, no, no, old Fenders, great. I'm talking specifically about new catalog stuff. I'm just okay. so like the Elite series. I'm just so uninspired by. There's a new series that um, I was told uh, today Wait, is completely you... embargoed. So yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about okay, it. Okay, fine. At all. I mean, mentioning that there's a new series isn't really a problem. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone can work out that Fender are going to bring out a new Some series. Some new stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But, but I'm not allowed to say what it is okay, or what that's it involves. Good. But nonetheless, I'm equally as uninspired uh, as I am about the uh, the Elite series. No, you're supposed to say it's amazing and everyone get real oh, hype whatever. for it I'm just so bored with their sort of mundane stuff, especially after we looked at all the stuff that Fender Japan are, are getting. Yeah, that is a problem, isn't it? what that they're actually a good company now are they offended japan still just i don't know the status at the moment because no, it's um, changed a few times yeah I'm, i wouldn't want to say no, all right we won't speculate um but anyway back to double neck hunt <laughs> pardon uh, back to my search for a double necked uh guitar and bass so i started looking around i started trying to find can you play guitar yeah a bit okay. but that doesn't matter that's not the point Okay. Like, if, if I had the guitar on there, it would just be for, like... Just for show. Atmosphere, mostly for show. I'm not really okay. going to play it, but it's going to be there. It's like a threat to guitar players, isn't it? Yeah. Like, look, I've got this check option. me out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, so I was looking around, and it wasn't just at basses. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just get a double neck sort of thing. So well, it's just tr- two guitars. Yeah. So I was it's trying to find bass. some stuff. So, uh, yeah, you know. So, anyway, so I was looking for some stuff, and I found... It was quite difficult, uh, difficult to find. Like they're not, there aren't that many around. And I, I specifically wanted like not. I was trying to get something custom. I was trying not to get something that's because we all Did know. Did Electro not do one now? No, they don't do okay. one in their current catalogue. You can pick up the old ones, and that was cool. But I didn't want the the Gibson or the Epiphone double neck. I mean, would it? Why would you ever get that anyway? Because surely you'll ideally you want a bass and a guitar yes ideally i do so so it was that sort of thing but you know i was looking around at some things and like some of the custom stuff was quite interesting um i found this which we're, we're looking at here which is no uh, one can see that on no, the audio. i know i know i know it's a joe villette 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 joe villette uh guitar stroke mandolin Okay. Double neck thing. Good. I was quite into that. That was cool. And he does a whole range of double. Like he has 
all double necks, like loads of different double necks. Nothing with uh, with a bass on it, unfortunately. So I was sort of moving on. I found crimson guitars. Yeah, I, t- I hear yeah. a lot about crimson guitars. Oh, yeah, because they do the Fripp signature model. Ah, um, okay. Yeah, which is the most ridiculous. Have you ever seen, because obviously Fripp used to play a Gibson yeah. baseball, and he's, for about the last decade, apparently, he's played Kimson, crimson guitars. Kimson. Kimson, yes. And they have, they've basically made him a, a black Les Paul with more switches then you know you can count and bit of frippertronics and a, built in yeah and the bridge is so complicated because it's got to deal with his um new standard tuning which is fifths so from c oh up. yeah yeah so yeah. you need like a seven on your high oh. to be able to get there and then like something like a 56 on your low end it's horrendous yeah it's great so he has some weird angled bridge to be able to cater for that sort of thing and then um and uh, yeah, and it's got one of the Roland synth pickups built. Of course, in. it has. Oh, it's it's so good. It's so much fun. Anyway, with that in mind, that that's the sort of thing that Crimson um, guitars make. I introduced the. I think that says eerie. I think it says eerie too. Um, spelled weird. Um, so the Crimson eerie. Now, listeners and viewers, I strongly recommend you go and check out the uh, the Crimson guitars eerie. Um, I mean, bass it, look, and it looks stupid. No, 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 because this is... I think I'm gonna, I know what you're going to say. This is a game changer. Go on, why this is it such is a game changer? This is a redefinition of what it is to be called. So this is a six-string guitar and a five-string bass um, detachable double so, neck. So, yes, detachable so double stupid. neck. So it's this weird ergonomically designed wood-finished... Um, guitar and and bass that split um, that they sort of lock in together and then you can sort of unlock and separate them they are the strangest shapes I mean the mainly because sort of half of them looks like they're missing where they attach to the other guitar but oh, oh you've got to check them out the, my favourite bit is the hard case where you have two in where there. you have to they, they but you store them separated so whether you whether you play with them together or not you've got to get them out of the hard case separate and assemble them to play them it's like you know it's like putting a gun together it, yeah that is what it, it looks like a gun case as well it looks like someone's mashed two parker flies together um and sort of well someone's taken one parker fly and then applied some super glue <laughs> to the lower belt and then applied some super glue to the upper belt of another one yeah and then just sort of mashed them together but they are 100% worth checking out. My favourite part is that they're sold separately. No, are they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can buy them individually. Yeah, four grand a pop, yeah. What? Yeah. Anyway, um, so I had to sort of, I was like, well, that's not quite for me. It's quite a lot of money, which brought me on to their King 21, which is their 21-strung double Okay, neck. yeah. I mean, I imagine this is going to be less money, right? Uh, I didn't actually check the amount of money on this. It was just so unbelievably ridiculous, but... I was I was quite into that. That was a good one. Um, and then I discovered that Gear for Music, okay, actually do you know they do really naff like starter guitars. Yes, like you, you wouldn't use this for firewood, but yeah. apparently Gear for Music sell them. Um, they do a double necked Telecaster with a twelve string and a six string guitar for less than two hundred pounds. I mean. That actually doesn't look terrible. I know, like, that's the problem. I mean, I mean it's I'm, I'm sure the build awful. quality yeah, is yeah, not yeah. fantastic. It's going to be completely awful. But 
why did they make that? Like, I'm struggling to find any good double necks online, but don't worry, Gear 4 have got it covered in their starter range. Like, what beginner needs a double neck? But yeah. it's £179. Yeah. That's, that's the same amount of money as a as a boss, a boss VB2W. 20 plus in stock. Um, <laughs> doesn't surprise oh, me. Oh, it does say 20 plus. It's, oh my God. I might get one. Um... What's 20 times 179? Should we get all of them? We'll just buy Resell all of them. them. and Well, we'll just connect them all together. <laughs> just We'll do exactly what I just talked about, which is super glue the tops and the bottoms together of loads of them. And then... Uh, That's an excellent idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and, and finally, I was sort of led on... I, I started looking at wholesalers in the Okay. End, and uh, I found like a uh, one of my favourite um, Chinese wholesalers, AliExpress... Um, do a double neck bass and guitar um, Ricky style oh, that looks really good for £569 various finishes but five, the white, dollars come yeah, on dollars yeah sorry it's the same thing now isn't it I, 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 I love um, Express Alley because they, they have some it's always fun to try and work out what they're actually saying about it when the information on the instrument starts with pleasant trading for good communications dear friends <laughs> please contact me before purchase um yeah. yeah it's um that actually looks again pretty good like i've always liked if we're talking about double necks i actually think i mean obviously the gibson is the iconic um yeah. one you know the es1275 yeah um or no esc esd no es1275d i yeah. think is what it yeah, actually yeah, is that's the double neck um i actually don't think is a particularly good looking guitar i mean it's pretty iconic but I think actually the Rickenbacker style is way better. It's um, super cool because it includes the kind of that that Rickenbacker guitar that you don't see much outside of uh, Kasabian. Is yeah. it the fellow who plays one? Yeah. And I can't stand looking at Kasabian, so <laughs> um, yeah, you don't see that very much. And I honestly think they're a super cool guitar. But so there is there is kind of one that stood out that's on the general market that I'm like that. I think that the problem with all of these virtually is that you can't try most of them out. Yeah, of course. Um, so there is one that is standard. What is this going to be? It's going to be something line. ridiculous. You can go into most guitar shops, and well, you probably have to order it in, but still, you can try it out. Okay, it doesn't have the bass part to it, but Gretsch have absolutely nailed it with the Gretsch G55, well, G5566 Jet um, double neck in Silver Sparkle. Uh, it's ridiculous. So you yeah. get a baritone guitar with a Bigsby. And a six-string guitar, also with a Bigsby. It's hard to tell. Is that flat top, or is one of the tops? No, it's flat top. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So it's basically there. It's like a couple of synchromatic guitars, I think, yeah. like the ones they did a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, sort of just mashed together, basically, both with Bigsby's. But come on, that's so usable. Like, is is that really usable? Yeah, a baritone and a normal guitar. Both, what an excellent both choice. Both with Bigsby's. Yeah, why not? That, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to restring that, that will take you all day. Like, it's brilliant, but it's it's. It's less than twelve hundred pounds. I st- anyone who is even a slightly bit sensible will go and check out the uh, the Gretsch. That's a lot of money. Double-C. That is a lot of no, money. That's not a lot of money. That for is a lot. lot of quality. Two Bigsby's. Think how much a Bigsby on its own costs to buy. About forty quid. Wow. Um, that's a lot of money. Well, I think they're well good. So basically, what have you um, what have you decided? Um, I've uh, decided that I haven't found what I'm looking for yet. Okay. I'm going to continue. It's like you two, you still haven't found yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah, that's it. So I, I want to spend about 
I want to spend 600 quid. <laughs> Which isn't a lot for what I... Why don't you just give me 600 pounds? No. I, I won't do anything for you, but no. I'll just have the 600 no, pounds. No, I need that double neck in my life. Okay. Hmm. Why? Because I don't have one now. I realised recently that all of us have spent years talking about the same gear. And we've just got boring. Like, all of us talk about Baja Tellies. I mean, speak for yourself. Bases, I've got Fender a pink Blues sparkle Juniors. Strat. No, mate. But and a yeah, load of okay, cool pedals. That's all right. That's all right. But Jay's all... bought a Telemaster this year. Man, that's I've not got that a interesting. Custom shop shell pink Les Paul. That's good. That's good. Fine. My stuff then. I was looking so at... basically, what you're saying is you are boring. Well, I was looking at my guitar collection. I was like, nearly everything I own is Sunburst. Yeah. Everything I own is Why? Fender. Why? Do you own so much Sunburst? I really like Sunburst. It's a good finish. Hmm. But I've decided that... I think I that says a lot about you. ...want to get more interesting stuff, which is why I'm getting rid of all my Fender, getting in Gibson. Are you actually getting rid of all your Fender? What, no, you, no, what are you actually selling? You're not selling anything, I'm not selling anything. Like, I'm no, buying it. I'm just on top. buying more stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, well, oh, I'll tell you what I did get. Um, I Well, I haven't actually haven't actually paid for it yet, but um, a uh, an Epiphone... Uh, yeah, I, I, it's only because I'm not a guitarist, but um, one of the 66 reissue gold top Les Pauls with P90s. Why? Because I wanted uh, a guitar. Si- a 66 reissue? Yeah, they do a 66. Okay. I think it's 66. Hmm. I'm sure it is. Okay, Let's, interesting. I'll find out, I'll find out. Okay, fine. Um, in the meantime, should we, do, um, should we do a news story while you're finding out? Talking about um, Epiphone, Epiphone have just announced a limited edition Carina Flying V, Carina Explorer, and Carina Explorer Base. Uh, and did, what did you say then? Did you say three things? Flying V. Oh, you did say Carina Explorer. Yeah, that's right. Carina Explorer Base. That's right. That's correct. Were you thinking I didn't say Explorer? Yes. Or Flying V. Flying V. Um, so um, Epiphone Carina. It's been a long time. That for a long time ago, or well, a few years ago. That was kind of the only pointy thing that you could buy. Yeah. And I wonder if they were successful because of that or because they were really good. Uh, they did look great, though. Yeah, they that always was the thing. good. It was such a cool colour combo. What I like about the new ones is that they're black scratch plate, whereas before they were always white scratch were plate. They? Yes. Sure? I know this because I bought one. I was oh, going, okay. I was going through a present. What did you go for? Uh, Explorer. Korean uh, Explorer. President of the United States President of the United States of America. I saw them, and the fellow was using um, the... I can't remember which way around it is. Is it Base Geet or Geet Base? Um, mm. Where it's an Explorer, but with three strings tuned. C-sharp, G-sharp, C-sharp? Yeah, so you just do power chords, basically. Like, you just hold one finger down, and that's your kind yeah. of chords. Um, and I was like, I need to do that. I'm, I must do that right now. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, there was a second-hand one uh, in GAC, and I was like, yes, I'm having that. So you bought yourself. I did, and then I played it for a bit and was like, eh. the thing about Prisons of USA is they're really talented, and I'm not really that talented. <laughs> so I was just basically playing like basic power chords and stuff and realising that actually they do way more than that and they're really clever and stuff. So I think the Karina series is um, a really good example of how good Epiphone can be. Totally. Yeah, totally. And they just looking, you've actually got like a, a list of products up on your screen at the moment. The one above it is the limited edition Jeff Waters Annihilation 2, yeah. which is horrible. Um, 
And then yeah. you get to the Carinas and they look fantastic. Why yeah, don't you buy really one tasteful. of those bases? Uh, I was thinking about it. Do you know, I strongly have thought about it because they're not £469 for any of the three, which is, you know, not That's a lot good. of boiler at all for what they are. They are very good and they they will be extremely limited edition and they'll be yeah. the sort of things that are going for more money secondhand in five years anyway. Yeah. So it's a pretty safe purchase. Um, but they've gone and put the um, pickups from the... 200 pound Thunderbird in there yeah that's what they always were yeah. they're rubbish they're rubbish pickups like yeah. really bad the, the thing is like it's a limited edition thing and with the Pro Series on those bases the same as they did with the Pro Series on Epiphone guitars they started using Gibson USA pickups yes which was an excellent move Gibson did it with the uh, ES-175 mm-hmm. which I think is the Epiphone ES-175 is one of the best uh, if you want that sort of thing, if you want a jazz box, then that's the best use of £699 that I can think of. It's um, They're wicked. And they also did, I think actually the thing that I bought has uh, USA P90s in there. Okay. We still don't know what that guitar is. You no, know. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll find out. Is yours not a 52? Uh, I don't know, mate. I'm is, not sure. is it a gold top with P90s? Yes, yeah, it's a gold top. It's with a 52. Sure no, it's 56. A... They do a 56, Maybe it's a 56 gold top. Yeah, yeah 56 go. gold top. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, so you bought one of those. Yeah, it's good. Okay, they've done that for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you just decided to buy one now. Yeah, it looks good. Okay. It looks good. I Why are you buying guitars and stuff? I'm just buying lots of stuff, man. Weird. Really Why is it weird? weird? I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Um, anyway, so, so, uh, yeah, Epiphone, Carina, Explorer, Bass, uh, Flying V and Explorer. The Flying V has got cool. that, that rubber strip. Uh, yeah, yes. someone them. asked about that. They did I in the group. Someone, group. Yeah. someone said, what is it for? And basically, it's... So you can sit down. So you can sit down. I mean, I guess traditionally, you could either play the Flying V um, like that, like with one uh, V over your leg, um, and that's why the rubber strip's there. Um, or you could kind of like play it kind of Spanish guitar style with the, yeah. the part I think of that's, the V yeah, in between that's your legs. normally what people do, isn't it? Yeah. Just play it with a strap. It doesn't look very cool sitting down with a Flying V, does it? No. Looks much better standing up. Let's do some more news. Um, Matthew's Effects have announced the Cosmonaut version 1.5. Mm, yes, they it's have 0.5 better than the one. Yeah, so this is just an update uh, on their um, uh, their modulated void. Ver- Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Herb, as they call it. So, uh, the could- classic not- effect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Cosmonaut is just like a really unusually voiced um, reverb. It's kind of everything you would expect from a a, a boutique company taking on a, a sort of relatively standardised effect. Yeah. So this is the latest instalment of that. They're really, really um, interesting, not very traditional sounding reverbs. So definitely something to check out if you want uh a reverb that does a lot more i mean i think they're a great alternative to sort of the strymon end of things when, when you get onto reverbs that do sort of weird modulating tails and stuff like that then they're pretty cool and they're only 199 dollars okay well i mean um, it's a lot for a pedal i guess for you know for most people but for you know a boutique reverb for which, a reverb i don't think yeah so. reverbs, reverbs are, are expensive they are yeah especially for good ones yeah um yeah reverb's difficult isn't it because most people just want a basic verb, I guess. Um, but or you can go right to the other end of the scale and go for like the Strymon stuff, like you say, which is overkill for uh, for a lot of things. Yeah. So I guess it sits in a nice kind of halfway between the two. So yeah, looks cool. cool. Where are they made? Yeah, they're cool. I mean, sorry, where are they made? I don't know. Somewhere in the states. They're they're okay. sort of fully USA ones. But what I really like is they have like acid etched um, graphics on the front. And uh, the uh, the cosmonaut has obviously a picture of a cosmonaut on the front, and then your controls are like a anomaly travel and uh, other things. Anomaly is a good control. Yeah, anomaly is a good name a for a control. control. Strong. I assume that's just modulation, the anomaly. Maybe. Yeah, just much warp it slightly. Yeah. But yeah, they're super cool. Um, and yeah, definitely worth checking out. Cool. Um, so, next bit of news. Seymour Duncan have announced a brand new Jimi Hendrix signature Strat pickup set. This, I don't I don't understand because so, I was saying... So, you know Strats, before, right? Yes. You know Jimi Hendrix, right? Yeah. Okay. You know Seymour Duncan? I, I didn't know that they'd made him pickups ever. Yes. So, apparently, I was doing a bit of reading up. The story goes that... Um, Seymour, a very young Seymour Duncan, um, took went to a Jimi Hendrix gig um, and took a set of pickups that he'd wound for Jimmy, gave them to Roger Mayer to um, to put in Jimmy Strat, and apparently did so. I'm not sure which whether it was one of the famous Strats or not, but yeah, apparently ended up with um, with some Seymour Duncans in there, and now they've basically gone back to the Hendrix estate and said, can we find those pickups and make a, recre- a recreation of them? Um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, there's not a huge amount to tell. We know Seymour Duncan make fantastic pickups. We know that, you know, if you're after a kind of... Um, if you're after a legendary Strat sound, then Jimi Hendrix is a, you know, he's a pretty good... Uh, person to to look at. Um, so yeah, I reckon they're going to be they're going to be pretty good. They come uh, in that you can get them on their own, or they do like loaded pick guards of them. And if you go for the loaded pick guards, uh, you also get a commemorative book. Um, and they're a bit more money. Well, they're like three hundred and fifty dollars, something that like that. Is a lot of money. It for... is, but that's the whole set. The pick guard. And oh, yeah, get- that's cool. I do like when you get those little memorabilia bits. That's the other reason the Gibsons are totally awesome, because you get those little booklets with them. Do you? 
Yeah, with all Gibson, what sort of booklet? Memphis stuff, you get like a little, not like a booklet, oh, right. you know, but it's like ni- nice little, little touches. touches or something. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Nice little touches. Are you sure you do with the SG? Oh no, I'm sorry, I you're not Memphis. T- yeah, you're talking about the other one, the um, ES. Yes. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine you do because you get a hard case with that, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to, I reckon. Um, so yeah, Jimi Hendrix pickups. Um, for Jimi Hendrix fans, if you like, uh, if you're looking for something to kind of beef up your strat, um, Seymour Duncan do it for you. One last piece of news: um, the PV6505 Piranha head, which we also demoed last week, um, uh, yeah. is now joined by a matching one by eight cabinet. They made a one by eight cab. They it's have. in the same styling, which is cool. Um, so it sort of fits that 65.05 feel. I really like the Piranha head. I think it's cool. I mean, we see we've seen lots of these sort of little recording stroke practice focused amps come out over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and there have been some that we've sort of like I, I've I've gone on about the uh, the Laney Ironheart Studio, like not not quite as small, but um, as like a perfect piece of home use and recording equipment yeah. that comes with all the things that you want, like USB outs and amp sims and stuff like that. And and the Piranha was kind of another really cool product that did an awful lot in a really pint-sized mm-hmm. format. So it's cool that they've released, because it was kind of the thing that was missing. Yeah, it. it was. So we demoed it through a PV412, which <laughs> was a little bit overkill, really, and probably not quite representative of what the product actually is going to be used uh, for um, but it sounded pretty good it sounded kind of like a 6505 which I guess is what it's what it's shooting for yeah, and how much are they? They're like um, 120 quid something yeah, like that it's, so, it's not a lot and I, I mean think the, the, the cab ma- is the matching cab I think is 80 quid 80 like something quid yeah, yeah so, so for a couple of hundred quid that's um, pretty good I mean good. it's perfect kind of Christmas fodder isn't it basically if you've got a PV fan in your uh, in your life or if you are a PV well, fan if, if you want just a stay at home sort of metal rig totally that is pretty bad there's nothing i don't think there's anything else on the market that can compete with that well that's when the uh piranha head sounded the best is when we put it in kind of super high gain um because the low gain sounds not quite so hot oh, it's you not know what they're for but is it's, it? I mean, it's you know it's a hundred and something quid yeah um but the yeah the high gain sounded pretty good and i think if you were you know it's got direct recording out on there it's not usb but i think it's you know it's just got a standard line out from what i remember um and it will work with a range of impedances so it'll go from you know like the small cabs right up to four by twelve um and yeah if you want that kind of classic 6505 sound then it does a very very good job of that yeah um yeah, cool. Nice to see a nice to see a little kind of uh, companion cab. I think it works very yeah, yeah. very nicely. Definitely, Joe Bratton. I think it's that time of the week. Um, yes, it is. Yeah, okay. We'll or, do that. We'll did do you that want, now? Did you want to talk about? Was there another bit of news you wanted to talk it, about? Yeah, it was sort of half news, wasn't it? Because I said about it, and you said, "Oh, they've been out for ages." But I wasn't aware of them, which makes me think potentially. Other people aren't aware of them. We did talk about them briefly, I think, when they were announced, but you've actually right. seen one in the flesh now, so I guess yeah. we can talk about this. Okay, there's one in my office, yeah. Okay, so... How's it in your office? Uh, you just wanted to look at it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, okay. we just brought it over and got it out. Pardon? It's the, just the guitar. The guitar, okay, yeah. good. Um, so Ibanez have released a catchily named Gem 77 WDP, or as Steve Vai calls it, the Woody. Okay, good. That he did, he named it. So it's a new Steve Vai uh, signature. Well, apparently not that new, but it's pretty new. New enough that... It was, it was announced about a month ago, something okay. like that, I think. And they have only just landed in the UK. Yeah. Certainly all of my guitar shop had pre-sold all of them, and it was just one of the 
people cancelled their orders so we ended up with a spare one so we got to actually have a look at it um it's it's ridiculous obviously so it's gem format the same as everything steve i has at the moment only this one has a couple of unique features such as a mahogany body okay normally there'd be basswood i imagine yeah that's right a mahogany body with a rosewood top okay nice with a bold poplar scratch plate that's just stupid matching bold poplar headstock okay rosewood volume and tone controls <laughs> and Steve Vai's new steampunk design so sort of cog wheel design pickups which are called the um the Demazio dark matter 2 pickups which weirdly enough considering this is mahogany anyway in the first place Dark Matt 2 pickups are designed to have the top end rolled off, essentially. Okay. So it's almost like Steve Vai's gone, yeah, I just really the, like Les Pauls now. Just the darkest sounding guitar possible. Yeah, totally weird. But it looks amazing. So the mm. pickups, I cannot, I cannot explain how cool these pickups are. They look like loads of chrome cogs put together. Like from a watch or but something. But you can see the pickup through them. They're like a cover over the pickup. So you can look through the holes in the oh, cogs I didn't and see the that. pickup underneath. Oh, that's awful. Oh, it's not. It's so cool. And a bell poplar scratch plate. I mean, come on. That's this, like that's what you put on your first guitar that you make at home. This um this guitar, yeah, firstly it does have a very much I built this in my shed look. Um <laughs> but also it looks like someone's gone they've had about twelve quite good ideas and they've gone, Do you know what? <laughs> it's Put them all on the same guitar. Put them all on the same guitar. Ibanez are going through... I know this is a signature model, but Ibanez are going through this weird, like... You know wood? It's really good, isn't it? Wood is good. So they've just released a new range of SR bases that all have bold poplar pickups. Really? Yeah. (laughs) That's proper weird. It's just so weird. They're just putting, like, wood caps on everything. Uh, it's, It's totally cool. Come on, it's 1,300 quid. That's like no money for a prestige Ibanez anyway. With all those... It it just looks so ridiculous. I mean, this guitar is so ridiculous that I've pointed out all those features because they're the most extreme. The most normal of which is the monkey handle. Yeah, it's like... I haven't even mentioned the monkey handle. Everyone's used to the monkey handle, though. The monkey handle has been a staple of gems for, what, 25 years or something. Um, The body looks absolutely fantastic. The scratch plate is ridiculous and hor- just awful. It's it's really the pickups. Thick the pickups well. might it's be cool thicker, on another guitar. It's but. thicker than an ordinary. Oh um, god, I hadn't gem. seen it from that angle. Yeah, that looks yeah, terrible. It's, it's really deep. So um, yeah, it I mean, weighs a ton. My review is quite different from yours, but I think that kind of uh, equally reflects our personalities. Um, <laughs> Everyone, go and check out this guitar. It's the best thirteen hundred pounds you will ever spend. Mm, I'm not sure about that. I think it's cool. I think what we need is a little cl- uh, palate cleanser in this week's brand of the week. Brand of the week. Well, you're not going to get a palate cleanser from me. Let me tell you. This week, ladies and gentlemen, I have gone even more extreme than I ever have before. I thought it was going to be a nice, like, here's some 60s cool old retro guitars. I know, I know. I've got to get back in the habit of that. I've actually got to do a good brand of the week soon, I think. I mean, they've all been good, I think. But, I mean... Okay. Again, these are all just reflections of your personality. No, I'm just trying to find... I've seen what's coming up, and this is as stupid as you are. I am trying to find the next thing, all right? That's my hunt for the the next thing. 
I'm trying been, to find it. There's a lot about hunts this episode. It has actually, yeah. hasn't it? Yes. Well, it's because I am hunting. Constantly hunting. A Constantly one massive, on the hunt. Massive hunt. Yes. Uh, anyway, Rob Allen. Pardon? Rob Allen. Is that one of the listeners? Or no. He makes guitars. RobAllenGuitars.com. <laughs> Rob Allen Guitars. Yes, he makes custom basses. Well, I kind of thought because it was you and me um, that we'd be doing like a basses podcast no i know i know i don't not. want to talk about the same bases that you want to talk about i want to talk about fender precisions uh. in like normal ish colors yeah um played with a pick uh. um in sort of like normal music normal person right. music right this thing that you want to talk about couldn't be any further away from that no you're absolutely right it is miles from that but in in a really super cool way so um, debatable so so I thought of this brand of the week uh, because I thought we were going to do basses so yes I'm I'm sorry listeners Rob Allen is for as far as I can see makes pretty much be- just basses that headstock that I'm looking at there has got guitar tuners on it though oh yes it's because he does a range of stuff now you had a look at one of these things you had a look at the solid four I did his solid four bass yes what do you think of that well that's I had a look at all of them actually, and the solid four seems to be the most conventional. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the most straight up. So the solid four, I guess, is a kind of uh, modern take on a sort of P bass. It's a single pickup. Yeah, it's more like an Ibanez ATK sort of shape. There's no controls on the front of the bass, Joe Branton. (laughs) And have you seen the bridge? The bridge has the controls built into it, doesn't it? Yeah. It has a volume and a tone, as far as I can work out. On the bridge. on As part of the bridge. The bridge is also a nut. Yeah. So it's it's just a nut. It's just a bone nut. So there's no real uh, intonation. None. I guess you can slide it back and forth. Yeah. Um, there's just one soap bar pickup in the middle... Yeah. Um, and you've got a kind of Music Man-esque headstock to, to put it's two aside but it's a fairly traditional I guess on first glance this bass could be a sort of GNL but a very very weird one it's so weird um, like why is that thing why are the controls in the bridge yeah very weird um, that's the most conventional thing they do isn't it yes that's right so talk us through the rest of the range so I'm going to take you straight to his custom range okay because he did his catchily named rob allen eight string bass slash guitar <laughs> so come up with a he, name for it he made a guitar that is the low four strings are tape wound short scale bass strings on a fretless ebony board but then the high four strings are nylon uh, classical Spanish strings fretted on a palferro board but it's all on one neck but all on one neck yeah so dumb that's that's I don't understand who is. is this aimed at uh, well, this was it. this is his custom build. So he builds these four people. But there was a person. There was an actual like a human who, <laughs> who was like, yeah, this is this Good is what know. I need. Good to know there were a human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they they wanted a half. I don't even think that's a great idea though. So you've got half fretless tape wound sort of a boom boom, and then like a pardon? what a what a boom boom okay, and then like your high end is like acoustic. Do that one more time. Sorry, I think. A boom boom. Okay, good. And then your high end is like you know. 
Acoustic Santana. <laughs> Why is it Acoustic Santana? No, I don't know, man. Because it's Spanish, Spanish strings. Yeah, right, yeah. okay, fine, good. Um, yeah, I mean, is that as weird as it gets? Or Well, I mean, you know, not as weird as the price point for it, but what, what was the price point on that one? I mean, his instruments start at around... I mean, actually, there's not a price point on this custom one, but sort of his, like, deep four and five string, which are sort of standard... The, the sort of they are the inspiration for this eight string. It's the same sort of body. Uh, they start at four and a half thousand dollars. Wow! So it's a lot of money. I did do a little bit of reading. The kind of the idea behind the brand is to really try and recreate kind of um, upright bass tones. That's right. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's the uh, that's the aim sort of uh, th- throughout the brand, which is cool. Which is a great idea. Like everything's uh, everything's. That's why there's only one solid bass, and the rest of them are all hollow bodies and mostly mostly piezo pickups lots of fretless stuff and mostly tape wound strings it's a cool idea it's the way to do it isn't it if you're doing a if you're doing like a custom build brand now there's so many people out there that are doing fender copies or they're doing you know stuff that's easy to do bolt on necks you know p bass jazz bass that sort of thing why not be the person who well, makes exactly. the weird stuff and, and here's the thing and like, sell for a year well you know what i'm bored we do this every day Every day, every week. You do this I'm every getting, day. I'm getting bored. I, like, as with conventional stuff, I mean. Yeah. I just need to go further afield. This is I why, need to find weirder stuff. This is why there's people in the Facebook group who moan about how much we talk about pedals. But at least with pedals, you can get bored, go down a little tangent, and you're not spending too much money. You're going to spend £4,000 Well, I'm not necessarily going to get that. Acoustic, what is essentially an acoustic bass. Well, I am really into the idea of something that splits your fretboard up into different things. But I'm thinking maybe more. What We're going bass yeah. into guitar, yeah. mandolin, ukulele. All on oh, one board. Probably not the ukulele, but maybe something that utilises like banjo or maybe mandolin. Yeah. Something like that. With, you know what with I the really banjo, want? you'd need to have like a sort of drum head area of the body. Oh, yeah. I think that might be difficult. Do you remember those Dan Electros that had a harp on them? No. What? How can you not? Don't you mean the sitar? That Was had, it a sitar? It's a sitar that had sympathetic strings on there. Yeah. So you didn't ever play those. Right. They just resonated oh, is that w- what it with was? the body, yeah. Oh. Like, a, like a sitar does. Yeah. Um, I saw at the South of England Guitar Show one of the original versions of that. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. Not made by Dan Electro. I forget who made them. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they were like a catalogue thing. Um, there's quite an offensive uh, magazine advert from what I remember. Right. Um, probably worth going to look it up and I, um, never speaking of it again. Maybe I should get a sitar. Because Dan Electro have just released a new you one. You should. They've released one for like 400 quid. You should. The, the baby sitar. Yeah. I would really like us to do a demo video of that. You playing sitar. Maybe that's what I'll get. Maybe I won't get this Have you seen the film The Love Guru with Mike Myers? No. Okay, good. Maybe I won't get that gold top. Maybe I'll get the sitar instead. You should. I'd really like you to get a sitar because I've always wanted to get one and uh, never been that stupid. But you're quite considerably more stupid. Um, It's a good idea. (laughs) Good. I'm into it. Shall we do some questions? Questions. First up. Richard said, I haven't had any pedals, just an amp and guitar. Now it's time uh, for some. Uh, was looking at the Tone City pedals to get started. I play a lot of Santana, Guns N' Roses songs, as well as a few others like Eric Clapton. So which two pedals should I go for? Now, Ooh. Tone City, I'm not sure if either of us are particularly familiar with them, um, but 
I guess we can kind of point in a general direction um, and we can maybe talk about some other brands as well. So, yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, I read over that question and I completely missed the bit where it said Town City. So, I was just going to suggest some pedals. Well, Guns N' Roses <laughs> and Santana, what are we thinking? Um... Well, I mean, the Tone City stuff is not expensive at all. So, right. think, what sort of thing is it? Well, I think kind of sub, definitely sub a hundred quid. Right, but maybe sub seventy five. Is quid. it very good? Um, by I'm always concerned about cheap pedal bands if we haven't heard of them. Yeah, I mean, by all this, accounts, they're okay. They right. Um, I think they're on a similar quality to kind of Moore. That kind of, uh, but Moore are really good. Yeah, that's well, the thing, I think and that's t- why Moore are. So much on our radar. I think Tone City are because they're exclusive to um, to one shop. But you don't oh, hear yeah. about them so much. So, of um, but yeah, I mean, my I would always point people towards maybe the more Green Mile, yeah, um, which is basically a tube screamer that's inexpensive and in a small box, but and then it's very good. But then Ibanez have kind of bowled the Green Mile out now because Ibanez released their the own tube mini screamer range mini and the tube screamer mini sixty nine quid. So for ten pounds more than you can buy the Moor Green Mile yeah. for you can actually get the Ibanez tubes that is true they're and ni- very 95 good. quid aren't they I think yeah. they I have to say the the mini range by Ibanez um, from a guitar shop's perspective have not been successful like, really it, across the board really haven't sold Weird. that well they're so good and they're so affordable as yeah. well they don't sound as good really because like, I've heard great things about the TS9 mini yeah or TS Whatever yeah. the tube screamer and, is, and mini. It is it is good, but I don't think it's as good. Like the delay okay. is the same. Like the delay is really good. Um okay. but the what was the delay called? The analogue delay, AD nine. AD nine, yeah. The A D nine is yeah, it, it is better, sort of thing. Like when you can do those you know those things that everyone bangs on about the carbon copy being good at? Like that the A D nine was doing twenty years before yes. that. But uh but anyway, the, yeah, the 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 mini eighty nine doesn't really do that very well. The okay. Big, the big swoopy things. Oh, I quite like the eighty nine mini. I think it's all right. I think it's nice. That would be one that I would recommend really for if you want to. Is it spend... here actually? Because I think I lent it to Jay and I don't think he ever gave it back. No, no. It probably is here somewhere. Um, what else would you think? I mean, I always we point about out the TC Electronic Mojo Mojo, which I think. No, 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 no. Jay Cross always points out the oh, TC. It's Mojo, a good Mojo. pedal. No, it's not. It's, it's a great sounding no, it's pedal. Not. No, it's not. It's a cheap pedal, and there is a difference. Okay, it's, it's just all, all. it is the reason. The reason Jay pedals it, and the reason people like Jay it, pedals it. Oh, he pedals the pedal. I see what you mean. The reason he thinks the Mojo Mojo is good is because it's a big brand name and it's affordable. Okay, it's like just because Fender make a cheap guitar doesn't make you're it really good. on the warpath tonight. No, aren't no, you? I just, I'm just saying. I, I don't think the Mojo Mojo is very good. Like as as a drive pedal, it's just that. It's by a brand name who we associate with a higher band of quality. So we okay. go, well, this pedal is only £30 and it's by this great company. Oh, it's money well spent. But if it didn't have TC on the headstock, I think people would be like, this driver's Fine. middling wow, to average. that's not what I was expecting you to say. But there are there are great sort of cheap pedals, obviously discontinued now, but the um, Bad Monkey. Bad Monkey is fantastic. The, the Bad Monkey is one of the best. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is up there as like, this is one of the quintessential drive pedals that you can get. And it's you can probably pick them up second hand for twenty five quid. Yeah, you probably could. So yeah, I'd say a bad monkey way before a mojo mojo. Do you know what I'm thinking about switching out the soul food? Really? Yeah. For what? I thought they were overrated at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're bad at that, aren't we? At like getting sucked in by gimmicks. Well, 
it was very good, but then I think so many kind of boutique brands and stuff have kind of jumped on that low gain drive yeah. that um, there's other. You know, I'd quite like to get one of those Walrus three eight fives. I think it's very that is an astonishing pedal. Um, but also, I really like that Green Child drive that we tried the other day. Um, I could maybe I want to go higher gain, so like the Marvel drive yeah. or even the Pedal Pal effects. I thought sounded that sounds really good in the demo. What about the we talk about it all the time, but the Golden Brownie? Golden Brownie, absolutely. Yeah, I'll tell you what, actually, if you want I, an I affordable is, pedal, yeah. that might actually be the king of affordable oh, pedals I, at the moment. But it's it's so well built as yeah. well. That's the, the thing about about it it's, yeah. it's it's actually a great chassis the controls are really weighty um yeah it's, it's brilliant and it's obviously it sounds really good yeah X- but i think that's my favorite x5 did it, Golden Brownie. it did oh yes yes can i, I get that one in my list when are we starting gear of the year gear of the year we are recording early december and it comes out in the last week before christmas right. okay. so uh it's gonna be tough this year isn't yeah it? we're gonna get what well, I mean, it doesn't really... I don't think it's going to work like that this year. I well, think there's been... We've seen so much more gear, I think, this year. You think? Certainly more pedals, or a wider range of pedals no than guitars. ever before. I, there's quite a list. There is quite a list. Uh, well, that list is actually available to me as well. I just it is. Look at yeah, it. you just can't be bothered to look. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot going on. But anyway, we get told off Sorry, for talking yes. too much about gear of the year. So yeah, okay. um, let's not talk about that anymore. Let's do, let's do one last question. John says, recommendations for a cheap, isolated, 10-port, 9-volt power block. Isolation is the key thing. Now, you normally know about these things. Yeah, 10-port is a lot. It is. That, that is an awful lot. Yeah. And I was actually... I didn't, I didn't read these in advance, but... Actually, I'd have to look one up because I would have... A 10? 10 Are you sure? Are you sure you need 10? Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Like, I have 13 pedals on my board and I run it off of an 8. Yeah, I mean, you, I think, are unconventional in that you use daisy chaining off a brick, which most people won't do because he's talking about, you know, he says isolation is the key, which you're not technically getting if you daisy chain i guess because no, they're still running off one source so yeah um it does seem a lot though 10 seems a lot you have to daisy chain though on big boards i don't think i'm unconventional i think mm. that's what people with big boards do because you have to because because otherwise well, you what, could just run what, you have two pedal powers on yeah. the other side of your board no way. i think that's what matt does isn't it is it? Yeah, I think so. Madness. <laughs> Absolute madness. Who does that? When you've got to plug your pedal board into a four-way mm. to make it work. that's uh... Tim runs his pedal board. The guitarist in my band who has... Yeah, Tim. Everyone, everyone knows who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, he has... I think it's down to like 19 pedals now. But uh, he runs his off of um, the pedal power... T- no, the 4x4. Four four. What's the bigger one? At the pedal power 2 and the 4x4? I four? don't know. Um, but Voodoo Labs, I always call Voodoo Labs. If Jay were here, he'd be talking about the ISO brick. Yes. But again, that's an eight. Yeah. Um, so I don't know a ten. There's Voodoo Labs probably have a ten, and it probably is the pedal the pedal power two. Yeah, I mean, um, I kind of always default to Voodoo Labs on this. Um, and if you're looking at the spec now, we can say well, it's one, here's but- here's the thing about um about voodoo labs is that the biggest pedal board company in the world make their bracket set specifically to fit for the voodoo lab stuff yeah so you always know like okay if you're going to buy a uh, pedal train board like your voodoo labs power supply is going to fit so yeah it kind of makes sense to um but i think that is that is sort of testament to um to to voodoo labs and the quality yeah yeah. right the pedal power two no the pedal power two is eight 
but um, so it's, it's probably the four by four that's the well that's definitely going to be eight so I'm not sure of a ten off the top of my yeah, head I'm afraid I, I'm not Matt yeah, Knight I don't think there is a ten output maybe there is maybe uh, yeah Matt could um, give us some more clarity or we could get into, head into the Facebook group and answer this question in there with a bit of kind of research um, but yeah uh, I would say you know like Joe does you can you can actually daisy chain stuff you're not going to get the full isolation for every pedal you don't but. need isolation on, on everything um, at all I get no noise off of off of my board at all and i i think i have six pedals in in a daisy chain out of everything on the board but you just you go for the stuff with the lowest draw it requires you doing a little bit of googling to work out what the exact draw is and then on your pedals and a bit of arranging i guess on the board is the other thing like you'll be a bit careful with how you kind of lay out if you're doing things like that but yeah i'd say that's your best bet if you've got 10 pedals get something like a pedal power too and just daisy chain a couple of the pedals would probably be your best solution yeah i think because you're going to have stuff like your tuner um does not need an isolated power connection no uh, your drive probably doesn't either no. um modulation phases things like that probably don't the ones that you need to isolate are compressors um reverbs delays and then anything that's going to be complicated any big sort of double switches or loopers things like that but Mm -hmm. otherwise like modulation drives all your bread and butter pedals you can daisy chain and you won't get noise there we go we are up at over an hour so we are going to wind this in thanks if you've been watching on youtube by the way so we've not been as interactive as we normally are in the uh in the stream normally we have jay typing sorry guys i would have been in the stream as well but um I have been looking up information. Yeah, we've been working double hard. Normally, we let Matt Knight do all the talking about the news and we let Jay look in the group. And, but we've been doing everything, and I hope that comes across. Seems like, uh, yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about a lot of gear, which is... Uh, which is good, I think. So thanks for joining us if you have been joining us live. Um, if you want to hear more uh, Guitar Nerds, you can get an extra half an hour of Guitar Nerds audio content every week by heading to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. So you get an extra half an hour. If you jump up to our $10 bracket, you become one of our executive backers like these people have. That is without doubt the worst one you've ever done. I'm so sorry if you pay. I'm so sorry if you pay. Um, I promise to rein Joe Branton in next week to do it properly. I need some help finding a double neck. Okay. So um, where can people go for that? Facebook.com, Facebook.com forward slash groups, guitar, groups forward, forward slash, slash guitar nerds forum. Guitar nerds forum. Yes. Um, yeah, I need some help. So l- listeners and viewers, please help. Um, share links. Um, but, you know, uh, do you want to know the real reason? Go on. I'm, I've pretty much paid off my debt management plan that I've okay. been on for the last nearly a decade because I spent all my money on guitars. Okay. I got like five credit cards out when I was a student and just bought loads of guitars. So I spent the decade since being a student paying it all off. So uh, now that's finished, I have loads of expendable cash and I'm going to spend it all on guitars it's again. It's nice to know that someone does because I definitely don't have an expendable cash. So, uh. Uh, 
got a minted girlfriend in there. That is true, yeah. That is true. All your money is for guitars. So. Yes. Um, so, if you want to go and help Joe choose a uh, ridiculous 12-string or ridiculous double-neck or whatever nonsense he wants this week, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, at Guitar Nerds, on Instagram, which Joe is managing while Matt is oh, away. Oh, yes, so I am managing. Expect, like, accidental, um, you know, dick pics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that, and then I backed out, so yeah, we could keep I could our say, clean rate. I'll say, I'll say what I want. Unbelievable. Um, no, pictures of famous Richards, oh, Dick right, Van yeah. Dyke, um, and other ones. Um, at, inst- mm-hmm. at Instagram, at Guitar Nerds on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow us individually. I'm at Mark underscore Random on Twitter and Instagram. Joe is at Joseph underscore 900. You can yeah. follow Jay at J-A-Y-B-N-1 and Matt at Matt underscore Nicey. We're going to go and record the Patreon episode. This week we're doing something a bit weird. We're going to talk about what we would do if we owned a guitar brand. Yes. Um, and we're going to see which one's better. Yeah, clearly mine. My brand or your brand? My brand. Um, so if you want to uh, if you want to hear that, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. Joe brand. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe brand. That's what you should call your... <laughs> Excellent. Um, thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for, if you've been watching live, thanks for joining in. Uh, we should have Jay back next week. Um, so we'll be a bit more lively in the old uh, YouTube chat. Yes. Thanks for joining and we'll uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Farewell. Au revoir. Adios. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 